0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Welcome to season two. This is the first episode of season two of the podcast, The Little Philly Who Couldn't Be Broke. And I'm not going to lie, I'm really nervous about this one. I have been waiting a few years. I don't even remember when I found this. But uh, for those of you on the audio, I am holding up cue cards. (laughs) Um, I think it was when we were moving. So as we were moving homes and houses and shuffling our stuff around and unpacking boxes, when we settled in here, or maybe it was when we were decluttering, but I remember obviously, like I was going through all of my stuff. I was going through all of my stuff and I found these cue cards. And... I feel like I'm about to give you a speech, because I am. Um, I'm about to read, or this episode, I found um, this speech that I wrote in college. When I went to Vermilion College, let me just start with this. I graduated in high school in 2020, or 2001, And so I went to college. I went to Vermilion College from 2001 to 2004. And this is... (laughs) I am really nervous anyways. Okay, this speech is one of the last things I did at college on that third year. So I wrote this speech in 2004, which is why um, I am reading it or I'm bringing it up now, but I found it a few years ago. And I thought this was the perfect platform to bring this out. I wasn't sure if I was going to do a post on social media, which I might as well, maybe in the future, um, or maybe a live or something. I don't, know. I don't know, but I knew I had to bring this speech out um, and, and it's just it's it's bringing up all the feels right now, like all the feelings are just uh, are all over the place. I want to read you this speech so this speech is one of the last things i did i was taking ranch and feedlot rider at the time i'd already finished livestock production and um we had to do like a public speaking or just presentations like they're just like this is your assignment and i knew we we did one and i did one um, like in the first semester and then the second semester right it was only a one year course And so the first semester, I did one, um, I believe, on cadence. And the reason I did that one was because when I said, hey, what does cadence mean? Um, The teacher said, why don't you look it up and tell us in your speech? So I did, and I did. Okay, but so this was the second semester, and we read this at the end of... uh, like that particular class. We had so and so much time to come up with our speech, our presentation, and we had a list of things to choose from. And one of the things on that list, uh, the teachers provided was, where do you see yourself in 20 years? And I thought, that's a damn good question. Where do I see myself in 20 years? So I wrote a speech on it and This is one of the last things that we presented, or it was, you know, kind of like the end of the last semester in Ranch and Fiedlot Rider, and this is the speech that I'm going to read to you today that I read to them 20 years ago in April of 2004. So I know it's only February, but I thought this was the perfect opening to Season 2, but Honestly, it's like the anticipation (laughs) is killing me because I've been waiting. I've been waiting to present this speech. I've been waiting to see what 20 years from college looked like and what, because I've read through it, right? I read through it about 10 years ago or whenever the heck we moved here. um, and, And it's been just kicking around. Like it's been on this desk and on over here. And you know, like when we move and when you, the nursery and all this stuff. And I made sure this speech was always ready and and waiting for that 20-year mark. So here we go. If you can imagine me, 20 years ago in college, just finishing my third year of college, who do I want to be in 20 years? What do I want to be doing in 20 years? So this is what it says. What do you want to be when you grow up? It wouldn't be the first time someone asked me that. What are you going to do after you're done school? Well, I really and truly love to tell you because I've been planning this for over five years now. After completing two years of livestock production at one year of Ranch and Fee Rider, I'm on my way to pursuing my dreams. There's no doubt in my mind that I'm, that I will definitely be living on a farm, a ranch. One with horses and cows and sheep and chickens and rabbits and goats and cats and dogs. I want animals as far as the eye can see, in every direction. Little babies every spring running through the pastures and hiding in the grass and the trees. I want to plant a garden out front front in the yard. Of course, there will be enough food grown to last through the winter and into the summer. There is nothing like a home-cooked meal fresh off the stove. Imagine, baked potatoes... mouth-watering steak, fresh-baked buns, and vegetables straight from the garden. Everyone would be sitting outside on the patio reminiscing about current events and casting their dreams to the wind. I'd also like an outdoor arena and a barn for my horses. I'd have about 25 horses, just enough to keep a good trail trail riding stock going. Plus, I'd have to make my own cow horses, so i could compete in team penning and cutting competitions i don't see any reason not to compete since i'll hold many events in my own arena throughout the summer i'd like a small calving barn and a lambing barn for the spring in case there are troubles this creates a warm place to work and everything that i need is stored there for immediate use and a chicken coop of course the chickens need a place to live and nest i'll also lock them up every night so wild predators Don't steal them on me. A corral system also must be arranged, one that reduces stress to the animals and is set up in a logical fashion, a feedlot arrangement to feed my own calves, a separate paddock for the heifers and for the cows, one for before calving and a place to kick them out after they've calved. My sheep also need a place to be separated before lambing and a dry area to put them after they've lambed and been processed. I'll eventually own grain land to grow my own feed and pasture land to graze my animals on. My spread should be fairly close together and close to the yard. I want to keep my cows out grazing as long as possible or even even feed them in the pasture during the winter. And I need good pasture close to the yard for trail rides and hiking trails. A piece of land that's open and dry in the spring, green and lush in the summer, full of colorful leaves in the fall and coated with a sparkling frost during the winter. The view of my farm would be gorgeous. Hopefully it'll be based on a creekside and surrounded by hills and trees. It will be secluded away from civilization, but not too far, just enough to give it the quiet, serene effect. This is what is going to attract the tourists, the people who will participate in the trail rides and Western camps that, I'll, that I'd like to offer. During the spring, summer, and fall seasons, many events will be organized to go on at the farmstead. I'd like to have relaxing trail rides and those Western home-cooked meals, daily chores and evening social events, sleeping in my Western cabins or under the stars. Weekends will hold events such as fun rodeos, wild gym canas, riding lessons, and camps would be organized. Don't forget the barn dances and the barbecue suppers. I'd like it all to be recreational and fun while having an educational and confident air to it. Whoa, that seems like a lot, but I'm 20 20 years old now. So 30, 40, I think I can squeeze it all in. I'll need the land, the buildings and the animals, of course. But once I've got this, I can build on and change it until it's just right. I'll need to be superb at managing both the farm and the guest ranch, keeping an eye on everything, both financially and physically, but I'm sure my husband can help out with that too. Marketing and advertising are an important part of this. Professional promotion will get me started and encourage my public rapport. I must build my research and expertise to dazzle the guests. My interest and knowledge in what I'm doing will make an impact on the visitors and they will appreciate, admire, and respect what I have and I am giving. The ranch must be kept in great-looking condition. I'm going to need more than one employee to keep us running. It's got to be more than presentable. It'll be exquisite and tasteful with strong, down-home feeling, just like in the movies. And that, my friends, is the easy part. I need to do a lot of psychological work as well. Don't get me wrong, I'm well on my way. But I have to expand my horizons through more education and experience. I need to find a focus and perhaps change my focus slightly every now and then. Each season may bring a new chore or a new idea. I need to plan everything. I need to find the purpose behind everything I do and have a reason for doing it. To be profitable in my finances, I need to research the industry and manage my farm accordingly. I need to find the cycle and benefit from the changes. I need to understand the accepted practices in the industry and reduce what the consumer reproduce what the consumer wants. I also must diversify and find my niche where I'll be accepted as unique and people, the customer, will find that more attractive. I need to gain experience in better communication, decision making, business etiquette, and hospitality services. I need organization, and I need to know myself, know my principles and values for life. I have to want it so bad I can taste it. I have to imagine it's real. I have to take the energy from my fears and turn it into determination, into my passions. I have to smile that imperative smile and seize every opportunity that is thrown my way. Nothing can stop me now. Oh, except the fact that I still need to find a husband who will accept my last name because my dad had four girls and it, um, yes because my dad had four girls um, so yeah we need to keep our last name we're also going to have to adopt or borrow kids since I'm not having any of my own I know I'm still young and I'll change my mind, but I do have very avid reasons to decide this. The industry and economy within my business may not be on the increase here in this area, so my location is crucial. I need a, I need a location that is nearby to many city folk. It must be a place where they will consider traveling to. There is not much for amazing sights or scenery in the prairies, just luxury of Mother Nature at, at her finest. The current events and the events that happen in the next 20 years will be another limiting factor. Nothing is predictable and no one can plan ahead. We can only take precautions for what is possible to happen. The weather and the environment could also limit my plans. I'd love to be able to control the weather, but that would take the fun out of waking up each morning to look out the window. With the ever-changing technology these days there could be a hindrance to my plans an invention could be created that is much more entertaining to people than being in nature perhaps the internet or maybe something even more crazy i think i'm talking to the wrong crowd for that though so i'll think about that when the time comes many people are getting outdoors again and they love to experience life at its best by keeping the competition to a playful minimum and creating a holistic, enjoyable experience for people, the Western way of life will be all right and will be accepted. Oh, let's say 20 years from now. Each day will bring its new challenges. Each season will throw more forks in my road and nothing but thorough planning and continuous review of my goals will keep me soaring. I merely just have to live, laugh, love and learn. Come visit me at my ranch someday. You are more than welcome. All right. (laughs) That was really fun to read through again. Um, And I just, I loved reading through it when I first started, um, when I first found it, because it hit home in so many ways, like meaning those are still the dreams I have. And I have, and I have just been adapting. And And we have just been growing. Like we have, you know, We've live here on a farm, right? We have the house, we have the land, we have the cattle, we have the horses, we even have the chickens. Um, we do not have rabbits. What else did I say in there? Sheep, we don't have sheep. Um, but even though, even though I wanted to host all of those events, um, at that point, When I wrote this 20 years ago, I didn't even know what energy healing was. I didn't know what the spirituality and this holistic healing was. And so this is something new on my journey, but even when I read through that, when I described that down-home feeling, when I described walking in nature, when I described going for those trail rides, even though it looks a little different, like using the horses for healing and not necessarily just like a trail ride, or team Penning's, um, or things like that. I still have this dream to invite people here, and and there's I'm I'm writing my retreats right now. I'm I'm writing the manuals for my retreats. So this summer, this summer I am like hosting retreats. So come on out <laughs> and enjoy the retreats here at the ranch with all of this stuff. Like I can't, I can't even. like this is what I wrote 20 years ago and 75 to 80 percent of it has come true so that's pretty cool plus more plus it said in there like I would constantly have to be like reevaluating and changing and shifting and moving with the times and as I grew and as I found more knowledge and learned I would you know my space would change and that's exactly what's happened We've created this space here and and I'm creating this holistic space and, and I'm using the animals and nature to help heal and, and soothe and transform and just um, help people get back to nature. Where I said, hey, maybe they want to be doing something else, like maybe the internet or other things will take over. Um, that's true in a way, but after the last little bit it, it, it's almost like people are having too much indoor time and they want that outdoor time and they need to get away and they it's it's like information overload and they need to get back to nature and they need to so nature has never gone out of style and there's just been uh, like still all the feels still all the feels um and and it hasn't gone away like the dream hasn't gone away and it's only shifted and it's only changed and I'm building it and I'm doing it. And 20 years later, here I am still doing it and that's pretty damn amazing to me. Um, so my little one is yelling at me, so I need to go check on him. But I, I think that going back and reading this and actually even just reading it for for you guys, gave a whole new meaning and gave a whole new uh, determination, a whole new um, um, inspiration to doing the work that I do. So it's pretty damn cool. I think it's pretty damn cool. So thank you for listening to my speech from 20 years ago that I did um, while in college and presented to my college colleagues or my college um, friends. Um, and thank you for listening today. Welcome to season two of The Little Filly Who Couldn't Be Broke, and I will see you on the next podcast.